Welcome, everybody, to the world's greatest podcast for all our comic movie and other nerdy needs. I'm Riley. And I'm Joey, and we're just two dudes taking on the world one podcast at a time. And we always just ask me one simple question. What's up with you? So, Riley, what's up with you? I'm getting getting back into that Star Wars. That Star Wars, Joey. Getting getting back into it? Um, yep. After so much garbage, I'm like, hey, I like Star Wars. Well, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I've just been looking more into Star Wars stuff. I'm like, man, Star Wars is really fun. Star Wars even, is really fun. Even though there's so much just garbage stuff though in it. I mean, debatable. Like well, our conclusion, like all of the movies are like fine. Yeah. Or most of them. Like what? Four is pretty four is pretty good. Besides I don't care about four the last is... act. The last act's like I feel like it goes on a little too long, but that's fine. It's everything else is amazing. Five also amazing. Six, I think six is I guess good, but I don't know. I wasn't feeling all of it that much. Six is amazing. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan, but I say it's good. Prequels, they all basically suck. Yeah. The sequels again are just okay, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, and then so I'm like, you got like two movies I love. A movie that's like. I'll watch Once in a Blue Moon. I've probably only seen Return of the Jedi twice. Maybe once. I really only... I only enjoy the Jabba scene. And then when they leave... That is a good scene. After they leave Jabba's palace, it's like, gets okay. Just slowly kind of pitters out. And I don't care for much yeah. anymore. But... So, like, other than that, I mean... It's just... It's fine... But I mean, you have the Clone Wars, you have comic books, well, you got that's all the of thing. Legends, you got there's there's a whole lot more than just the movies. That's 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 very true. No, that that's a hundred percent, and that's what I got to realize again. Now I'm back in, and I'm looking at all these things. I'm like, oh, these are all so cool. Exactly. Like I need to get back into watching Clone Wars now that I have Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm. I think that I have all of the seasons on uh cd because i'm a cool kid oh yeah yeah real cool you got got the entire collection all like in like premium boxes you're like like flexing you're like oh look at my look at my 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 movie or my discs yeah but joe you know what else has been getting real into star wars what i mean i mean really everything everything's really been getting into star wars i feel like that's kind of true there's a there's a whole bunch of stuff out there that we got to talk about today for Star Warsness, but I was in Star Wars Land, haha. <laughs> see, you didn't what? see it. I tricked you. There was a transition. You were expecting it, and then I I like oh no, see a curveball. I know you thought there wasn't going to be a transition, and then there was still there was the, still the Force and Miss, well, re re directed redirected it <laughs> i did i got you yeah i was uh i went to star wars galaxy's edge in disney world hollywood studios how was that it's pretty it's solid <laughs> it's just solid. Uh, it's just it's small like they just did the toy story land that one's also relatively small because it's not like it's an entire park it's just like a little area mm. and they had a bunch of cool spaceships yeah they had like a big old X wing that was all blue. Nice. They had an A wing. Was it red? Yep. Nice. Yeah, the A wing looked normal. They had like some land speeder that was all like graffitied. 
and some other floaty boys. And then they also, uh, it's an outpost. The outpost? The location is an outpost. Oh, okay. And so, oh, the Millennium Falcon's there as well. I guess, like, resupplying or whatever. And then going to all the shops, they were kind of a letdown since they were just kind of bland and not, like, real shops. Yeah. They were just kind of, like, these little areas that were, like, inside some of, like, the stonework or whatever. Okay. That's pretty neat. But I did do I did go on the ride, Smuggler's Run, and it's pretty cool. There's like so six people, two pilots, two engineers, and two sh- two gunners, and you gotta like push all these buttons and do all this stuff while you're doing. <laughs> nice. And like, what, it actually, what position did you take? Uh, well, you don't get to pick, but I got given the engineer. Oh, how how ironic. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, all these, all my real life experience and like actually being a part of engineering and now <laughs> an engineer. I was really hoping for the pilot. It's definitely the coolest. Yeah, that's understandable. Because I'm pretty sure you actually interact with it. Like, Ooh. yeah, so it's like you're, it's kind of one of those things you're just sitting in a room and it kind of simulates forces and you're like watching a screen, but you're in the Millennium Falcon cockpit is what it is. Okay. So, but like you can actually, I think like you, one pilot moves left and right, one moves up and down. You have a gunner for each side, and then you have an engineer for each side. So when you hit stuff, the engineer's got to like push buttons to fix it, and then they can shoot harpoons. I guess is what at least what mine was. I don't know if there's different like stories depending on what you do, but I don't think so. Maybe different locations, but it seems like you're always stealing from a train. Nice. And so you like shoot harpoons to grab stuff, and then the gunners have to shoot stuff down, and the pilots pilot. But everything was you actually did it, whether like depending on if you push buttons or not. And then you get a score based on how well you did, and as a squad as well. So if you hit a lot of things and you really you, you, you lose a lot of money, I think we got five k, and the maximum score was thirteen k. Oh, so you guys did kind of crappy. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, I was the better engineer. Out of the two engineers. No, but the other engineer did quite well as well. Like, we we both did good jobs. But the gunner in front of me, like, never shot because they were kept pushing the wrong button. Because it's hard. The buttons are on your left. But you want to look ahead because that's the ride. So if you don't look straight, you're going to miss out on the ride. But you got to look to the left to push your buttons. Mm. So really, what I I was able to... I mean, the engineer is probably the worst one for it because you have to push so many different buttons. But I just kind of started slapping all the buttons. (laughs) Nice. True engineer right there. (laughs) Yeah. And then the person in front of me... I mean, once you figure out which one the shoot button is, it isn't really that hard. You basically just push that. Yeah, I would figure it'd be kind of (laughs) easy. Yeah, you don't even aim. At least I don't think so. Maybe there's a way to aim, but I don't think so. They also have missiles. But they'll tell you. Um, but the guy in front of me never really shot, and so he got like negative ne- negative nine hundred and fifty points, and I got like a thousand four hundred. <laughs> and I was like, "Dane, man, that's that's rough." Yeah, did not do so hot. Oh, interesting thing though that you might find interesting in other Star Wars fans: the dude that you're working for is the pirate leader guy from the Clone Wars. You remember that one that like kidnaps Dooku? And Anakin and oh, yes. 
it's that leader is who he was. Because I walk in and I'm like, that voice is familiar. And I'm like, that dude is familiar. And it's the dude from the Clone Wars. What was that guy's name? Hondo, I think is Hondo yeah, Onaka. Yeah, Hondo. yeah, Hondo Onaka. Dude, that he's he's a real G. Love that guy. It, yeah, yeah, it, it was pretty cool though, because I think it might be the same voice actor and everything, because it sounded just like him. That's pretty great. Yeah, it was pretty fun. There was there was cool stuff. I bought one of those six dollar Coca Cola thermal detonators. Nice. Don't take it on any planes. No, I think you're allowed to now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, then there you go. Yeah, I went, I'm like, how how much for the the Coke? And she was like, six credits. I'm like, (laughs) oh my god, we're going to do this. We're doing this in character, I guess, are we? And so I get my card or whatever, and she was like, you know, swipe it and whatnot. And then she was like, do you want your cargo slip? I'm like, yeah. And then she was like, oh, the droid started trying to eat it. And it was like, <laughs> the entire receipt was like all crumbled up or whatever. I guess her receipt machine is like, was for some reason broken. And so <laughs> she was like, yep, the droid was trying to eat it. And I'm like, that was some good improv right there. That, that really is. Mad respect to that. A Disney employee deserves a raise. <laughs> they really do. But yeah, it just, it felt like the, the, the place needs a little more to it like there was an area where like stormtroopers can patrol but it looks like a good spot to have like a little show that happens every once in a while like maybe kylo comes out and is like i'm gonna kill all of you <laughs> nice they, yeah. they should have uh people dressed up as aliens just walking around oh that'd be cool that would be cool yeah no no aliens around and nothing with the original trilogy or prequel because George Lucas gets royalty, so I guess they don't want to use them. Which is just stupid. They're already making a gajillion dollars off of. Yeah, I, and I don't know what you're supposed to do because the area is um, sequel based. The new ride that comes out on the 5th is like Rise of the Resistance. Okay. So, like, the entire area is, like, themed for the sequel trilogy. But I'm like, I still want the other stuff. So, yeah, I'm, like, trying to think. I'm like, just make, like, three areas. Make a Clone Wars area and make an, an original trilogy area. And I think that would be pretty cool. I, I would like that. I'd, I'd be fine with that. I think it would be best for everybody. Yeah. So, ho- hopefully they do something like that. But I don't know. I got. I got. I just hope Star Wars doesn't try to always. And like, I don't think they're even afraid of using original trilogy stuff. A lot of the new stuff that comes out is like set during the Empire. Yeah. So, I don't think they're afraid to use it. I think it just maybe they just didn't think it would make any sense either. So, I don't know. We'll see. Just hopefully they they keep working on it and add in new stuff. Yeah, I mean, it could just be for the hype of the new movie. Yeah, that too. I thought that as well. I thought that w- that was probably possible. So yeah, makes sense why they would want to come out with that first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta gotta wait for that movie. But Joey, would have you been up to anything Star Warsy? Um, I well, a while ago I bought the Star Wars Legion minis. Uh, just one squad of clone troopers. Just now painting them. And wow, it is difficult. 
I, and you always complain about how long it took me to do stormtroopers, man. But to get a nice white coat with no yeah. gray in it is hard. It is really difficult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've worked on the same two clone troopers for about two hours, two or three hours. Man, they look kind of crappy. <laughs> Might just have to restart on them. Yeah, I mean, that's what I did with my one uh, 501st Stormtroopers. I kind of just had to try again. Yeah. And then after getting practice, though, I eventually kind of got it down. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that I've ever painted a mini, like, white. So it's probably just something that I have to get used to. Yeah, definitely. I really want to get Clone Wars stuff now. Like, I want to get back into yeah, Legion. Let's start I'm playing definitely some more. Ask for it for Christmas. <laughs> nah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I'm hoping maybe I don't know. I'm like trying to think. I'm like, will there be any place that does like decent sales on it? Um, Amazon always. Yeah, and like I know they have it cheaper than usual, but I'm like I want it even cheaper than usual. The comic shop that we went to when I went and visited. Um, they yeah, they had, had pretty a- good deals. They had Amazon prices. I'm pretty sure it was cheaper than Amazon, right? No, it's the same price. I looked at it. Because there was, they were like, it's like, I think the core set's like 80 or 85 or something. Which is bad. Amazon coupon codes. Hmm, not a bad idea. Maybe if I get some Amazon gift cards, maybe that's what I'll end up spending it all on. Mm, perfect. In- instead of school stuff. <laughs> but then I got to put it all together and then yeah. actually find time to play yeah can be can be rough sometimes i mean honestly i don't even care i'm i'm just gonna clear off a shelf of my bookshelf and just set up a little battle scene that'd be pretty cool but i don't, I don't have any room at it. <laughs> i do have a table that has that's not being used for anything mm. that's not a bad idea joey i might i might steal your idea do it mm, i like that that's interesting i might do that pro strat Get like, well, like set up a battle scene on your table and then glue like four blocks on the corners and then put a piece of glass on top of it. Boom. You got a little. Oh, that's kind of cool. Underneath your your coffee table. That's that's pretty cool. Pretty crafty. That's that's what I'm going to do when I move in with you. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be like, but Joey, what about when you want to play with the minis? I mean, I'm not going to glue down the minis. Oh, you got to like, yeah, take off the tabletop and then sweep all the minis off and then you got to put them back later. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, that's you can make a new fun. battle scene and you get to make a new one. Exactly. Oh. It's never ending joy and fun. <laughs> oh, big brain, Joey. Big brain. I like this. This is fun. <laughs> I haven't even done it yet. Oh. Anything else, though? Um, No, that's been about it seems about right season eight of naruto as almost well. there you're almost, almost there Joey. and then you can watch the whatever spinoff show they made about it now i don't really know if i want to that's a that is a, a perfectly reasonable opinion yeah <laughs> <laughs> but joey we're not done with star wars this entire episode is star wars good there's never enough star wars to go around the internet that's very true so you know how rise of skywalker has emperor palpatine in it yes 
So the original Rise of Skywalker director was going to be Jurassic World director Colin Trevorrow. And okay. but instead he isn't, and now JJ Abrams is. And he was like, bringing back the Emperor was JJ's idea. I didn't even think of doing that, and I commend him for it. Oh. And he said it was a tough story to unlock, but he says JJ Abrams found the key. So I yeah. I don't know how that how that makes you feel because I was kind of like, well, that just makes me feel like Emperor Palpatine was thrown in last minute. Well, um, it sounds like he was kind of thrown in last minute, but also has approval from two directors. That's a good point. That's a that's a that's a fair statement. They do seem to think he'll do all right, but I mean, do you think he'll come out and be like? He's going to do trash because Colin is still getting money for it because he's still getting credited to doing part of the story and he's getting part of the residual money. So I don't know if you would necessarily talk poorly about J.J. Abrams' ability since he's getting paid still. That's true. Hmm. I just thought it was interesting. Not surprising, but interesting. Gotta, Gotta keep an eye out on that. But, Joey, do you know of Dr. Afra? I do not. You were telling me a little bit about her. Yeah, so she is a kind of like an anti-hero thing. She kind of just does her own thing. And she is a character that showed up in um, 2015 Darth Vader comic book series, which I have the first um, half of. I have the first half of that series. I'm actually looking yeah. for the second half, but I haven't really found someone who... I mean, I could buy it off, like, Amazon, but I've been checking for, like, really cheap places at Comic-Cons. Because I'm in no rush, you know? I, I shouldn't spend as much money as I do. Right. But she showed up in that. What, uh, what role does she play? She tries to steal some stuff from Darth Vader. Or okay. she's, she's not maybe not from Darth Vader, but she's trying to steal some stuff, and Darth Vader's like, mm, what are you doing? What are you doing there, you silly goober? That's mine. He's like, so he's like, I could kill you, or you could do stuff for me because I don't trust the Empire or the Emperor all that much, and I kind of need like my own people. And she's like, well, I don't want to die. So That's she, fair. <laughs> most people don't. So she steals stuff for him and all that sort of stuff, and then something happens, and I think she ends up like going and doing her own thing. Like, that's why I said, like, she was kind of more anti-hero. Even though she works for Darth Vader and with him, she kind of is still doing her own thing. Slash, she doesn't want to. Yeah. I mean, it's not like she doesn't necessarily want to. It's more like she just doesn't care. She doesn't really, like, she's kind of bounty hunter-esque in that sense. She's not a bounty hunter, but she's kind of in the same moral ground where she just kind of does stuff for money and is like... Right. Oh, I'm helping Darth Vader? I guess so, so you don't kill me. Like, I'm not against you or anything, but, like, just don't kill me, please. Gotcha. But with her, she has triple uh, zero. Are you familiar with that protocol droid? I am not. So he's a protocol droid, like C-3PO, but he's murderous. And he just loves murdering people. But he's a protocol droid? Yes. Yep, pl- protocol droid. Okay, well, here's the thing. He he's a protocol droid, and yeah, so he specializes in torture, translations, etiquette, and customs. Interesting. And why? Uh, why? 
Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. He was just, I guess he was built for that. I don't, I don't, I'm not entirely certain. But yeah, so he's like super messed up. And so that's actually what she was originally stealing was the triple zero um, personality matrix. And okay. he, he, so then, so that's what she's trying to steal. And then Darth Vader's like, what you doing? And so since she starts working for him, her and Darth Vader rebuild or like, wake him up they put in the the personality thing into triple zero and they reawoken him and then so she he starts working with afra and then also with afra is bt bt1 but they call him bt and right. um it's a blastromech is what it's they refer to him as enough he looks like an astro droid and he looks like one but he's actually an assassin droid and he's got like missile launchers and like guns in them nice but he's disguised as an astromech. And he, and he can still kind of do some stuff, but he, he's mostly murder as well. Nice. <laughs> so she has two droids that are basically for murdering or torturing. That's pretty baller. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I guess Afra fakes her own death, and maybe that's how she gets away from working with Vader. And so that's why she's kind of like out of rim doing her own thing or whatever, you know? Okay. Yeah, she fakes her death, and then she takes the droids and just kind of goes and does her own thing. But... Yeah, and there it's pretty fun. She she's a lot she's a really cool character. You know, a newly designed character. Big she has her own comic book series now. Um and she's got two very cool personality droids like they're just so iconic. They're great. And um Disney seems to agree because rumor has it that she might be getting a TV show. Ooh. Following who knows what adventures, but some adventures of hers. Who knows if it will be ones we've already seen or ones we will see. That'll be very interesting. I know. I'm. I'm really excited. Um, actually, uh, if you remind, if I remember, I'll bring the Darth Vader books. I want to read it again anyway, just because it's good. Okay. And uh, you can you can look at it because it's it's pretty sick. I, I the the book itself is sick, but she's pretty cool too. I really hope she gets added to Legion as an operative who works well with Darth Vader. Yeah. I think that would, that would be, be cool. And. And then, because Legion just got C-3PO and R2-D2, give um, the Empire Triple <laughs> Zero and BT. That would be very interesting. That would like, definitely change a lot of the gameplay. Them. And you could maybe like, have BT, like he looks inconspicuous, but he can like attack. But after he attacks, people will know, unless he like goes and like maybe recovers or something. I don't, you know what I mean? Right. So we can do assassin stuff, and then triple zero can be, like, within range one, maybe do, like, a ton of suppression to somebody. Or, mm. like, you know, with, like, torture or something like that. I don't know. But I think, I think it sounds really cool. She's a cool character. I definitely suggest looking reading her books or whatever. It's a lot of fun. See, people complain that Disney does garbage stuff with Star Wars. And I'm like, besides the two sequel movies, everything else is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, like, I can agree with that. And it's not like, like, and that's kind of what happened with the prequels, too. The prequels are kind of garbage, but everything else was great. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. So, I think they're, they're just haters. A bunch of haters. At least if you're going to hate, hate everything. Equally and fairly hate. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <sighs> I think it it's definitely easier to build off of... um a pre pre-existing idea than make an entirely new idea. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Because, I mean, that's what they did with Clone Wars and um, with the original trilogy, just adding those movies. It's a lot easier just to be like, oh, this is something that happened during that. Oh, 100%. I I can see that. But Joe, you know what isn't adding on to anything? Maybe it is? What? I don't know. But transition to the Mandalorian. Transition to the Mandalorian. Um, insert, insert a really good transition here, like good hosts we are. <laughs> um, all right, right off the bat, I would say this is an amazing show. Pro, mm, I'd say probably the best Star Wars show. I think it's better than Clone Wars. Um, I think there's okay. It's hard to say. So really, what we're doing is we're doing part one. This is like about the first half. We've only seen the first three episodes. Yeah, I think there was only eight, and then we just it, it's good to talk about it now. And we're not entirely certain, you know, right. what will be coming up in the future. But so I believe some it's theory crafting. Yeah, of what is to come? So I think we'll do a part one, uh, which is like about the first half, and then we'll do the second half sometime later maybe like a a whole thing of it it already has a second season renewed oh nice so that that's good excited for that um mandalorians are so cool they are the coolest like i've always loved oh i i I have a dozen to be honest i don't know i remember one halloween years ago you know i did the mandalorian um symbol thing you know that one like it's like a skull or whatever face thing nice and edgy uh yeah i did that i card pumpkins with that into it because i was like mandalorians are cool so i'm gonna do pumpkin carves of the mandalorian symbol oh that's that's pretty baller i respect that yeah but uh it's hard to not do spoilers so i think just real quickly i mean we really enjoy it quite a lot very true yeah I mean, this is sitting to almost be a perfect ten series. Of course, we haven't had, we haven't finished it, so can't say it's a perfect ten yet. But I mean, there's so much good stuff, and I haven't really had too many complaints about anything. Um. Yeah. Neither have I. All the acting is really good. Um, I enjoy the story, and I enjoy the way it's progressing. I'd yeah. say. So it it's it's pretty it's pretty great. Uh, Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian himself he's pretty good um yeah i think so he's he's got a nice he's got a good demeanor he's got the good demeanor going on um yeah he really does it's it's kind of weird to i don't know i have have a main character where you see his face (laughs) oh yeah yeah it's definitely weird not seeing the mask come off. I'm okay yeah. with it, but I, I could definitely see that being strange for people. Um, but he does a great job, and I'm glad that they're keeping with the ideology of um, the Mandalorians, how they like never take off their armor and stuff. Yeah, I I really I really enjoyed the yeah the how would how would you say the culture of the Mandalorians were like. Yeah. Is is it? He is a Mandalore. Um, here he is from at least from Mandalore, or at least descendants of Mandalorians from there and everything. So he's he does follow the codes and right um, culture. I was really worried it was just gonna be a dude 
like Boba Fett. <laughs> it's just gonna be a dude in an outfit. Um, well, actually, Boba Fett is uh Mandalorian. He was Bro, actually. In, I thought he isn't. He's not in, technically. In Legends, he was um the Mandalore leader. But he isn't anymore. That's Legends. Well, okay, but I mean, they always pull from Legends, so. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. Yeah. I mean, they didn't pull. What happens with Luke Skywalker? What do you mean? Like, well, everything that happens with Luke Skywalker after Episode Six. Oh well. <laughs> his, yeah. his wife and everything. Though some rumors, some think that she is going to show up again. So who knows? That's true. Well, at least in Legends, he was a leader for a little while of one of the clans. No, according to this, uh, the Clone Wars director said that George Lucas told him, like this is back from season two, that the Fets are not Mandalorians. Even George Lucas says they're not Mandalorians. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, so they're, they're not from Mandalore, the planet? Um... Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm reading into it. Hold on. Uh, so George Lucas himself made the call. Did you say good thing? Oh, yeah. According to this, yeah, Jango Fett just took the dude's, like, he just stole Mandalore armor. It's not even his armor. Oh. I guess that's that's the line in, it's season oh. two, episode 12. Um, the prime, some prime minister or whatever, I think talking to Obi-Wan Kenobi is like, Jango Fett's just a bounty hunter. I have no idea how he even got that armor. I don't know how I did not know that. That's kind yeah. of whack. <laughs> so like this was this was before Disney, and yeah, George Lucas was like, "Yep, Fet, the Fets are not Mandalorians." And then, and he was like, "No matter what the stories that the expanded universe came up with, the Fets were not Mandalorians. They only just kind of wear their armor." Oh, okay. That's weird that they that the like what you're saying, like what you're saying, I I know exists, but for some reason they went with that, even though George Lucas is like, no. <laughs> so Interesting. I don't know. But yeah, they're not yeah, not really. I know there's always like there are rumors that Boba Fett will show up in the Mandalorian. I definitely don't think he will. Oh yeah, no. It wouldn't make any sense. Um but this this dude, he's fully Mandalorian. Ain't no ain't no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean unless the entire show is lying to us, but that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> Another thing I thought was cool is Carl Weathers is in this as like a bounty salesman. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I love it's I love awesome. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers is the bomb and it's it's just it's just fun. I don't know. He's just got good charisma and I just wanted to bring up how much I enjoyed him. <laughs> and then another character an actor I also really enjoyed is Werner Herzog and he plays um as the guy who gives the Mandalorian the bounty that kind of sets this whole thing off. Okay. I, I thought he was pretty cool too. He had a he had he had a unique demeanor. Um but mm-hmm. I know the show's really good. John Favreau is a great writer, I think, when he's allowed to just do his own thing and he doesn't have to work with like a script that's not his, like The Lion King and Jungle Book. Um, Because he did those movies and like they're okay at like they're just okay because I think like he doesn't really get any input. So he's just kind of making the same thing again. Right. But when John Favreau did Iron Man and now this, I think because because he can just he can do what he wants. um, It really he does a great job. And now so it's looking like John Favreau, they're going to let him have a bigger hand in the Star Wars universe writing. 
kind of like he does with the MCU now, too. Mm. Which I'm all for. Yeah, I am too. I'm all for that. But no, Joey, now we can review everything with spoilers. So if you guys haven't seen it, go watch this. Go watch it. Go do it. Go, go do watch. it right now. Go go watch The Mandalorian. Um, so, Joey. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, right off the bat. Yes. It shook me. I was shook. I I was too. I'm I'll be honest, I'm kind of worried about it because a huge thing with Yoda and his species is that like nobody really knows anything about it. That's very true. And like reading about it, um like not even the Jedi Order knows where Yoda and his species come from. Like, the ones that have joined the Jedi Order would not tell because um, they didn't want their homeworld to be wrapped into the world, in into the war. Um, and, and I'm afraid that they might dive a little too deep into the backstory of the Yodas. I think that's a, that's a fair um, fear to have, but... I I don't know. I I wonder if John Favreau is just going to make it kind of like a small story of him just like mess around with this Yoda. Maybe at the end, the Yoda ends up going to like the New Republic or something, and then the Mandalorian's going to be like, okay. Ah, I mean, I guess they could. And then, maybe, and then maybe Baby Yoda shows up in like Rise of Skywalker or something because that takes place so many years later, so he can like maybe be actual like. A Jedi or something ridiculous. Hmm. I doubt that. That would be too much coordination, and I don't think yeah. it'd be true. Uh-huh. Unless Baby Yoda makes them so much money that they're like, we have to put Baby Yoda somewhere. <laughs> That's true. They could always just make another TV show. That's Baby Yoda the show. Baby Yoda the show. <laughs> what I'm hoping for is that we just get a nice story of him protecting this baby Yoda and then something happens and he ends up finding a place for the baby Yoda and then season two could be something completely different yeah I think that that would be best yeah that's that's but I do agree I hope he doesn't really look into what it is like where they're from I, I think I hope it's just yep this is a weird species that's inherently force sensitive I was wondering if he like knew about this species a little bit because why i just don't understand what other reason he would have to save this little oh um i think the reason he saves him is because of like and like i think it's the same reason why the mandalorians like help him out in episode three is that you shouldn't kill a kid is basically what i'm 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 guessing it boils down to okay well i mean that's a good reason (laughs) Like, it's like, you see a lot of that, I feel like, with, like, these these warrior tribes. is like, yes, they're super violent and stuff, but, like, they have rules. And, you like, you know, usually things like non-combatants are usually off-limits. Especially because they experience the Great Purge, and kids were probably killed. And they're probably like, no, don't don't kill kids, man. That's bad. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I, th- I think I think right now I think with where the story is after episode three I think it's like the morals of the bounty hunter guild is clashing with the morals of the Mandalores in what's right and what's wrong because bounty hunters don't care about anything 
True. And get a job done. Don't ask questions. But Mandalores are like, well, I don't know, man. Well, like, <laughs> he's a baby Yoda. Um, I don't think he knows what species is because he's confused why it's 50 years old. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Though I wonder, I guess, do you think the Empire might know what he is? Or maybe they were... I mean, the Empire definitely would. Yeah. Because, I mean, of course they would know who Yoda is. True. I just wonder if they have, like, maybe they know what the species is. Um, ooh, I'm not sure. I guess it depends if, I mean, we literally have no idea. It just depends where Yoda's from. Like, maybe if he's yeah far enough out in the outer rim, maybe no one's ever found him. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I was going to ask, how the heck do those tracker things work? Oh, I have no, I know it's like, I'm guessing like a bio thingy. I don't, I, I don't, I honestly have no idea. No idea. Doesn't make any sense. But everyone <laughs> seems to know what they are. They're like, oh yeah, one of these things, old school style. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It is definitely strange. I don't know, maybe you need, like, some sort of, like, DNA from something, and they're like, Psh, we got Yoda's DNA or, or something, so it's, it's it, there's only going to be, you know, so many of these aliens. True. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. It, it is a good question, though. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not sure. What do you think of the Mandalore's weapons? Um, pretty cool. His, like, giant... Uh, blaster on his back. The the Boba Head, the Boba Fett, um, holiday special gun. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's a it's what's a disintegration rifle. Yeah, pre- I mean, basically. I'm like that. That is pretty cool. It's also a taser. Yeah, it's it's also um thermal scoped. That's true, and you can just remove the scope with ease and use it as like a normal telescope thingy. It's also a radio. You're right. It can. That can listen through walls. It's. Yeah. That was. That, it, it's got everything, man. It's got everything. It, it really does. And then he's just got the normal blaster pistol, but he's got the flamethrower. Yeah, you do. That's pretty dope. And what what did they call. Um, whistling. The bird things? Whistling birds? Whistling. Whistling birds. Yeah, I think it was whistling something because they're little missiles and they whistle, kind of like Yondu style. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I know. I thought he was going to use all of them in episode three when he's surrounded. I thought he was just going to start letting them out like <laughs> crazy. And I was going to be like, oh, that's kind of lame, you know. But it was very Chekhov's gun. Yeah. But not as bad, you know. I'm like, okay, he only used it in the one part. I thought he was going to have to save the day with. So they, they tricked me. When the rest of the Mandalore show up, some of the Mandalorians have miniguns. Yeah. That was awesome. They that, just that really was. When, oh, when all of those Mandalorians showed up, that, that was a scene that I've been waiting for. I know. I was like, yes, this is awesome. And like they all had jetpacks. And then <laughs> the Mandalorian's like, man, I need a jetpack. <laughs> man, I need one of them. <laughs> oh, it was, it was so cool. Yeah. And I, the, um, Oh, the actress who plays the Mandalorian, like, I think it's Gina Carano, Carano. I believe that's the actress who plays the, like, leader Mandalorian. The Smith? 
Smith. Yeah, yeah. The female Mandalorian, who definitely seems to have some higher stance than the rest of them. Yeah. She's she's pretty cool, too. She, really, had, she had an awesome helmet. Right? It was really cool. It was. It, it reminded me of the ones from uh, the Clone Wars, when Darth Maul is the leader for a little bit. Huh, yeah. They, they had helmets with little horns on them. Huh, that's kind of cool. Might have to look into that. Uh, what did you so? What did you think of the Mandalorian's first armor, and then his entire Beskar steel armor? Um, first armor was pretty cool. Um, it was. I didn't realize. You how, didn't realize how colorful it was until uh, he got yeah. the Beskar steel, and I was like, "Oh, dang! His old armor was very colorful." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But his new armor looks so cool. It it does. I want to make a cosplay of the armor. I feel like that would be very difficult. It's very shiny. I mean, it's all really difficult. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Metalworking is... I don't know how to do it. We, we could figure it out. Easy peasy. Big brains. Big brains. Do you know, are you familiar with Beskar's Steel, Joey? I'm it's... not, actually. So I looked into it. So it's also known as Mandalorian Iron, and it obviously has a high tolerance for damage, so it can withstand direct blaster shots, and it can potentially withstand slashes or glancing blows of lightsabers. Ooh. Though it could be penetrated with a direct stab. So yeah, this is the stuff that they make Mandalorian armor out of. Um, fun facts, I'm looking at Wikipedia, and Sabine Wren... Um, from Star Wars Rebels, if anyone's familiar with that, may created the arc pulse generator that actually um, heated up Beskar steel, oh, and killed Mandalorians. And it was, yeah, it was like used during the Civil War or whatever during that. Huh. So yeah, it's a, that's that's why it's it's such a highly sought after steel. I mean, it can withstand even lightsabers to a degree. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he now that he's fully dicked out, he could technically fight a lightsaber f- person like and survive. Yeah. So, Ooh. You never what know if... what Yeah, maybe. Maybe? Maybe. I don't know. It's possible. It is. Um are you Well, actually I was going to ask if you're familiar with this, but I, we've looked into it, and guess not. So I guess this whole great purge thing of the Mandalores has it actually been brought up anywhere else? Right. Because we couldn't find any information about it. Um, only the Jedi Great Purge. So right. I'm guessing that this is like kind of like a new addition. I'm so we get like a we got a better flashback in episode three, and it's there's a lot of droids that are doing the the purging. There's like a super battle droid killing people, and you see a droid um oh the big transport gunships. Let me look up what they're called. Oh, something did come up. Um, the Great Purge was an event uh, in which the Galactic Empire came into conflict with the Mandalorians. The event resulted in the Empire gathering Beskar and forcing the, tri- the tribe to operate in secrecy. Huh. I mean, that, that's just kind of what we found out about in the show, though. I mean, that's just... Yeah, pretty much. 
that's everything we got. But it is the Empire, but did you notice how much droid stuff they were using? Uh, when? During the flashback. Oh, yeah. Yeah, was it was a, crazy. There was crazy. The, B, the B2 battle droid, and they had an HMP droid gunship. Yeah, that was really confusing. I was really confused at all. I was like, what? I'm like, but they said the Empire, but look at all these droids. Yeah, and yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. That means that if if that was him as a child, which I assume it is because he was having like flashbacks. Yeah. He would be like really old. He would have to be if it was just a droid. So I guess for some reason the Empire was still using droid armies or something. Very strange. This show takes place like five years after Return of the Jedi, I think. It's like 20 years before Rey's even born. Oh, damn. So, yeah, so it, it's it's way closer to the original trilogy than anything else. And so I'm trying to even think. I mean, how old do you think the Mandalore is? I mean, we don't know what race he is, so he could be like 500 well, years old. Wait, come on. He's a, he's a Mandalore. Well, we we believe he's a Mandalore. I mean, that still doesn't really matter because Mandalorians, uh, to be a Mandalorian, you can be whatever race. You just have to follow the cultural. I mean, uh, but but ideology. I thought they're, they're technically a race, though. There is a race. There is a race, but I mean, no, the, the original Mandalorians were like a completely different species. They weren't even human. No, he's. Well, I, I don't know. I got a feeling that all of them are human, because uh, I just I feel like they. I just got a feeling. I'm like I'm pretty sure. There, there just doesn't really seem to be any reason they wouldn't be. And when like when have you ever seen alien ones? The first ones were alien ones. I don't know. Like I'm like looking at it now, and like they're all just people. It says predominantly humans, but like I can't see where notable. Well, I want to know notable alien ones. In Star Wars, humans are the predominant race. Exactly. So. <laughs> um. But anyways, he. I feel. I thought that he was like twenty, maybe twenty-five. The actor's forty-four, but I agree. He seemed really young. Yeah. So, so I agreed where I thought he was like in his mid-twenties, just because of how young he was. Right. Which he also I, seems kind of inexperienced. Yeah. A little bit. Well, like, like he has, seems to have like enough experience. He has a reputation, but right. not enough where he's like a grizzled veteran. So I definitely think that made sense with like the whole like mid late twenties vibe. Yeah, and he also has like a cocky vibe about him, even though he doesn't say anything. Yeah, that's very true. True. Yeah, he. I, don't, I agree though. I hundred percent agree. His whole demeanor and everything with that, it definitely. He feels like he's young, comparatively. Yeah. So, looking at this, Mandalorian takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. How long is... Um, I'm trying to see, like, a timeline. So, Episode 3 is 19 um, years before A New Hope. Return of the Jedi is four years after A New Hope. So the, so the Mandalorian is seven years after A New Hope. So between the Mandalorian 
and episode three is 26 ish years okay so i mean if he is like 30 something yeah i guess like if he's in his 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 30s he would have been a kid at the end of episode three so the empire i mean they there's do we have any evidence of them using droid armies relatively early on in their I don't know. I don't think so. Because the the whole point of the Empire was to unify the Republic to, like, keep a rebellion away. Because the Separatists were originally just pretty much rebels trying to get away from the Republic because um, the Republic was, like, focused more on the inner... Uh, the inner system star system hmm. instead of the outer rim because the separatists were from the outer rim so they wanted to break away interesting and they didn't have military so they were like let's just pump out a bunch of droids <laughs> maybe I guess we'll just have to wait and see where it goes maybe yeah. they'll explain it more it's definitely going to be interesting Um, I'm intrigued to find out yeah, there's there's a lot of good lore building. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think all the episodes are really good. The first episode setting up the Mandalore is pretty sick, and then him meeting IG Eleven or whatever, and the whole gunfight they have. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty awesome. That uh, that was that was pretty great. He kept trying to blow himself up, and he's like, "Stop, <laughs> stop, <laughs> no." And then um, the second episode, and the guy who is like. Was he an Ugnut? Like Ugnot? Um, in the yeah, one? yeah, he was. And he, what, what was what was the thing he would always say? Um, oh, what would he say? I have said, I have stated. Yeah, like like I yeah I stated or oh I have spoken. Oh, I have spoken. Yeah, that guy was cool. Yeah, he was. What a nice guy. <laughs> and then I wasn't certain if Baby Yoda was going to show force powers, and then he just like. that giant beast i'm like dang okay then so so that was all and then the jawa stuff that was fun yeah that's for sure that second episode was 33 minutes long but there's so much in it yeah yeah there really was like these episodes are short but man do they pack a lot yeah they do so i I mean i'm glad that's what i want (laughs) yeah like i i'm not complaining i'm quite happy it it's it's a it's pretty cool that they're able to do to manage their time and storytelling well. Yeah, they've added so much substance to the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And it's it's only been 3 episodes and they already got like another season on the way. Yeah. And then episode 3 goes full John Wick <laughs> with every bounty hunter wanting to kill him. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I thought that was pretty awesome too. Yeah, there's there's great action. This thing has like a the show has a pretty good budget, and I don't know. I'm I'm having a blast. Yeah, me too. Uh, is there anything else you want to discuss? Um, what do you think is gonna happen? Well, where we left off, he leaves with Baby Yoda into space. Oh, where's he going? I don't know. I'm not I'm not entirely certain where. He would think it would be safe to go. I would guess the outer rim. I mean, but he's got to be pretty outer rim already. Yeah, maybe into the 
unknown system. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe we go all the way out there. That's possible. Oh, I don't know. And like, I guess what he's going to do, maybe he'll leave. He's going to have to go hide out for a bit. You know, it's just going to be him and Baby Yoda for a while. And then after that, maybe try to meet up with his clan again. I guess. Um, it's definitely intriguing, though. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm, I'm so worried. So worried. I definitely want to see those Mandalorians again. I think we, I think we definitely will. I mean, we, we would have to, right? Yeah, unless they all die a vicious death, but I don't think so. They were destroying those guys. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they were. They were demolishing everybody. So, yeah, it's hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think I just think I think the next episode, I think episode four, is going to be just a lot of the Mandalorian trying to like hide it out like hide out somewhere yeah okay that makes sense who knows maybe i'm wrong maybe it's gonna be like crazy he's gonna land somewhere and it's gonna just shooting at him and he's gonna be like oops maybe the empire well i mean what's left of the empire um is gonna be hunting him down i think everyone's gonna be hunting him down yeah probably (laughs) like empire will bunch so many bounty hunters the empire right now I don't know. It doesn't seem super big. Like, I mean, like, like people were saying, it's mostly just mercenary groups operating under the guise of the empire. Right. See, so. I, but like, who's in control right now? I don't think, I think it's all splinter groups. Okay. Well, I think it's probably, it's probably local factions. You know, whoever was like in charge of maybe like a sector, he has like his army under control. Okay. And Yeah. I think that makes sense. That's probably what ends up happening. So I guess he could just go to a sector where they are very um, anti-Empire. That's true. He could go to the New Republic. Uh, That is a possibility. We haven't seen much of the actual New Republic. No. When you first meet them, they're basically already losing. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That that would be cool. Maybe go like Coruscant or somewhere and be like, I need, I got a baby Yoda. I, I, where do I take this force-sensitive child? I'm like, you guys, you guys remember Yoda? I mean, he only died like 20 years ago or like less than. So, I mean, there's definitely people alive who know who, <laughs> right. I mean, where's Luke Skywalker? Luke Skywalker, I got baby Yoda here. <laughs> Please take this child. So, Wait. <sighs> According to the... Rule of the Force, there's always an equal number of um, Sith and Jedi. See, I, I saw some theories about that. Does that mean that there's a Sith somewhere now? Either there's a Sith somewhere. It's not or... Kylo. Huh? It's not Kylo. Well, I guess Kylo was a Jedi, but That's whatever. true. Um, but that could mean that this baby Yoda is just going to die pretty soon and then ray will be a jedi i mean it's 20 years though they have a 20 year gap right but it that is possible yeah i mean 20 and, years and luke much his baby is already 50 years old luke hasn't started um wait the jedi order again i don't think because from what we saw in the last jedi it appeared that he didn't start the jedi order again until he was much older if this baby Yoda is 50 years old, Yoda died, 
20 years ago, this could be his biological child. Could be him and him and Yadel, Yaddle. Uh, Yaddle. Yeah. They had a baby. Very interesting. That'd be weird, but it's possible. And I don't think in canon we know what happens to Yaddle. Yeah, I don't think so. Because it's just in episode one, and then never, never again. Well, I'm curious. We'll have to see what our what our theories go. You know, we got a like another four or five weeks, another month, really, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. Very intense, though. Very intense indeed. Yeah. Well, guys, let us know what you thought of The Mandalorian. Let us know what you think of uh, Dr. Afra. Any other Star Wars characters who should have shows? <clears throat> Obi-Wan Kenobi show needs to hurry up and come out. Agreed. Yep, let us know and uh, what you what you think of Baby Yoda, you know? You going to buy him in Christmas? Is It's going to be the highest-selling toy, probably. Yeah. But you can let us know and follow us and see our great tweets and comments on Twitter at What's Up With You Pod with You Spell With You. On Instagram at What's Up With You underscore. With the You Spell properly. Or you could email us at What's Up With You Podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. Next week will be December, I think. Yeah, right? Yes. That's crazy. That is. It's going to be so close to Christmas time. It is. I'm excited. What are we gonna do for what are we gonna do? Who knows? I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. <gasps> the Star Wars holiday special. Yes, we have to. Gosh, that's awful. Maybe maybe we'll do that for Christmas. We'll see what happens, but <laughs> that would be pretty fun. That's gonna be in the works. Not sure if next episode, but we'll keep keep an eye keep an eye out, everybody. We'll keep you posted. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>